who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This 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 is views from Midstream. Now here's your host Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. The Views from Midstream podcast rolls on, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, I can do this emanating from the upstate of South Carolina. All of you gentlemen. All you gentlemen, all you Carolina gentlemen. My name is Rob Brown, the great one, Lonzo Reitzel here as well. If you haven't done it already, if this is your first edition of the Views from Midstream podcast, do us a favor. Make sure you are following us. Make sure you are liked and subscribed and you've uh, what do the influencers say? Smash that notification button, I think is how it goes. But I'm uh, old now, so I don't know. Anyway, make sure you get alerted when the newest episode of Views from Mint Street back off uh, or drop uh, every single week when we come back from weeks, etc. cetera. Uh, Zoe, let me ask you this one. Uh what is your reaction on Monday, right? Like, I, I, I know we've kind of gotten into it already as far as I wish this, I, would, I wish that. But when that game ended on Sunday afternoon and we saw the final score, the numbers came in officially, we heard the pressers, what was your overall reaction from the weekend for the Panthers? Well, people who listen to this podcast may not know this about me, but I'm a bit of a contrarian. And uh, because... Being a bit of a contrarian, I like it when things don't go the way that the majority of the populace believe it's going to go, just so I can look at them and grin, maybe even snicker a little bit and say, ha-ha, you were wrong. Um, I hate that I didn't get a chance to do that yesterday because I almost was. I, I mean, the fact that they play, they look like defensively, what we expect them to be all year long. I mean, there, there's there been like they would take a quarter off or there would be, in Cincinnati's case, an entire half off. Uh, but they played almost – and then maybe they did so a full game defensively. I mean, when you got field position, when they, when Baltimore has field position, they're already down in scoring after after the fumble. It's no surprise that they get a, get a touchdown. But uh, – I I feel bad anytime there's a loss, but I thought they showed what they could actually be, at least defensively. And I'm rooting for Baker because a lot of people are not. But in the end, I don't care who the quarterback is. I mean, bring bring Eason back if he's going to win some games. I don't care about that. I think too many people are going, that's my guy. Okay, that's your guy. That's fine. I just want the guy that's going to come in here and win the game. I can't blame it entirely on the quarterback. Um, I can blame it on a bunch of different things. And right now I'm just mad at Shy Smith. You want to know what it is? <laughs> you know, you want to know? That's how I'm feeling today. I'm just mad at Shy. I've been covering him since he's been in high school when I was doing a, doing a, a high school a recap show, a scoreboard show at night and when he was playing for Union. And then he was in South Carolina. And, you know, and you figure, like, he's from this area. You want the guy to do really well. And it's just like, dude, no, no, hang on to the ball. And it's not like this is the first game that it's been a problem. It's been a problem. And you want to see a, a kid that you followed throughout his career, starting in high school to where he is now, 
stop doing some of the things that he's been doing all along and, and, and progress to the point where he'll be successful and the team can be successful also. So there's just a lot of things when I look at the game. But my biggest thing is I'm upset with Shy right now. I think my uh, my favorite thing about this season is the fact that between DJ and the chin strap uh, and, and, and Shy with a couple of drops, I'm pretty sure that by the end of this season, I might be able to organize a cage match of Lonzo versus the entire wide receiver core. They... um. They don't want any of this because, uh, at least in Shy's case, he ain't in the weight room, so I'm good. I, uh, I, 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 I put a lot, I put a lot into this. Um, number one, I know a lot of people put it on Baker. In fact, I saw on Reddit that somebody said their biggest surprise of the year was that there was such a dramatic talent drop from P.J. Walker down to Baker Mayfield. No, no. Uh, One day, when I become president of the world, I'm going to allow myself to have a button that allows me to delete other people's accounts off of social media on their behalf. I would have done that to that individual on Sunday afternoon. Uh. I am not saying that Baker Mayfield came out and had a great game and we lost in spite of that. I am saying that if you watch that game and you put that on Baker, you're not really good at analyzing football yet, okay? Uh, I think that, and this has been really interesting, as we've gotten deeper into the year and we've had some guys that have kind of started to set up post the Matt Rule era, I think Ben McAdoo has, I don't even like to say this because I sound like I'm being sarcastic, Lonzo. I feel like Ben McAdoo has kind of overestimated his own offense, right? Like, I feel like he's tried to get more creative than he's capable of, the quarterbacks are capable of, uh, or we necessarily need to, right? Like, how many plays did we see Chenault go into motion and that it felt like he was the first and second read. Like Baker was just eyeing him, looking for Chenault to come open on some sort of gadget route. And the dude was just never there. Uh, I feel like the tight end screen is a really useful weapon if you're running the ball well. Wait, 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 wait. Do we have tight ends on this team? Uh, in title predominantly. Because I don't, I don't remember them being there yesterday. Maybe they were. Again, in 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 title, predominantly. Um, the tight end screen needs to be utilized as a weapon, not utilized as a comfort call. Right? Like, oh, that didn't work. Go tight end screen. Like, it needs to be something that is set up that is accommodated for. And it's not that. And then, and and Zoe has hit on this a couple of times, and I said this out loud Sunday afternoon. I feel like our wide receivers, specifically in this game, Zoe, I kind of feel like they were their own worst enemy, right? Like I felt like DJ Moore is a guy that 
has the opportunity to impose his will on people, but I feel like he's kind of in a spot where he like, he waits for the game to break for him as opposed to breaking the game, right? Like DJ Moore is a dude that should be out there turning the direction of the game based on his talent, his ability. And I feel like he just kind of keeps waiting for the game to come to him. Shy is a dude that you and I preseason were both very high on stepping out and becoming a major piece of the puzzle for the Panthers. But when you get five catches and you fumble two of them, you know, a, a, a 33% fumble rate, that's getting in your own way. And then the offensive line, which has been exceptional the last few weeks, though, when they went up against some extra pressure from Baltimore, they just kind of faltered. And all of those things combined going wrong, we still all, uh, we still lost this game by 10 points. To one of the Super Bowl betting favorites on the road, we lost this game by 10 points, which is a hell of a lot better than it was against San Francisco, a hell of a lot better than it was against Cincinnati, a hell of a lot better than it was against the Rams. This is an AFC Super Bowl contender. We went to their house, got beat by 10, and really it should have been by three. I can't help, Zoe, and maybe it's just the optimist at heart in me. I feel like we're close enough that a little bit of optimism is very warranted. I, you know, I agree, but but in the end, if you're if you're a fan of a team, still it bothers you when there's a loss. I can see the the positive things within how they were playing, especially defensively. Um, Baltimore couldn't run the ball either, thanks thanks to to the Panthers' defense. If they can shut some other teams down that uh, that are heavy on the run and force some other quarterbacks, especially some of the quarterbacks that are coming up in the rest of the season, because other than that old guy down in Tampa, there I don't. I mean, is there a a quarterback the caliber of Lamar uh, left in the season? I don't think so. So if you can shut down the run the way you did against Baltimore, you're going to be in every single game that you have left. I uh, I saw this question asked earlier in the day. We were, and, and, and I think remain Lonzo very optimistic about. An offensive line that is young in parts and very established in other. And I saw somebody ask the question, why is it that the offensive line in front of PJ Walker has seemed so much more effective than Baker? Is this panic? What a dumb question. Mayfield? It's such a dumb question. You know why it looks so more confident? Because they they're running the ball. Because when PJ's in there. They've been going up against defenses that would allow the run. Of course, it's going to make make him look better, and it's going to make the line look better because run blocking is a whole lot more fun than pass blocking because you get to fire out, you get to go out, and you get to hit somebody. As a lineman, you live for run blocking. You hate pass blocking. But if the running game is working, it makes the line look better, and it makes the quarterback look better. We have been doing this pod, Lonzo, for about 14 weeks now. That was the most offensive lineman thing you've ever said. I try I try to stay away from that. Obviously, well, not obviously, but yes, offensive lineman in high school and in college. So um, I'm, I may be a little more critical, but I'm definitely more defensive of the offensive line. 
I, oh, we know. We picked up on that very rapidly. There is nothing. Well, there's very few things in the world like being a pulling guard, hitting that gap. There's a linebacker looking the other way, and you just pancake his butt. There's nothing like that. So run blocking, definitely much better than pass blocking. So the reason I ask is because P.J. Walker has been sacked seven times on the year. Baker Mayfield? has been sacked 19 times on the year. Now, P.J. Walker has played the Browns, the Giants, the Saints. Excuse me. uh, Baker played the Browns, the Giants, the Saints, the Cardinals, and the Bengals. P.J. played the Rams, the Falcons, the Bucks, the 49ers, and the Bengals. Uh, P.J. Walker has been sacked half as much as Baker Mayfield does that concern you going forward? Uh, no, because run-pass uh, ratio is different when he's in there. They run more than they throw. And when he's been in there, they've went up against arguably lesser defenses. Not always. San Francisco's defense is pretty good. Uh, you saw what happened in Cincinnati. He got rocked. There's a reason why he was out of that game uh, not soon enough. So Baker is playing all the hard defenses, and P.J. is not. So that's going to that's gonna pad his stats, going to make him look better uh, when it's not the case. By the way, courtesy of the uh, Raiders' overtime win this past weekend, the Carolina Panthers, Lonzo, despite a great game against the Baltimore Ravens, the Carolina Panthers are currently in overall draft position number two right now. How excited are you for that? Well, we also have talked about how bad the schedule is going forward, which means there's going to be some wins. There are. There's going to be some wins. So that two spot, probably not going to stay that way. Um, I'm not going to ask for tanking because we know how I feel about it. But, but the natural tank, you can't stop that. The natural tank. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, my new nickname, my name is Rob the Natural Tank Brown. I like it. That works it if you fight if you're fighting MMA. I think that would be that would be pretty good. <laughs> um, I, they're, right, not folks, stay, they're not going to stay at number two. They're they're just not. No, well, listen. If we come out of Denver, you know, you know where they're definitely not going to be number one. Correct. They will not be number one. If we come out of Denver, Detroit, Seattle, Tampa, New Orleans. And lose out. I got to tell you, the optimism would actually decline even with the number one overall pick. There's no way. Like, let's start with Denver. Let's get the win against Denver. Broncos country. Let's ride. Like, let's go get that dub. And then we'll reevaluate. But I like where we are. We're going to keep pounding that ride. That's what we're going to do. We pound that ride. (laughs) We showed some fight against Baltimore. We took them very deep into the fourth quarter in their house. That's a Super Bowl odds-on favorite by Las Vegas. Despite an L, a 10-point L, a close L, despite an L, Lonzo, I feel like there were some moments out of that game that as a fan, I was able to look at and go, yeah, I kind of feel like we're pointed in the right direction right now. I really do. I I agree. Um and they're, they're not going to lose. 
the rest of these games. They're just not going to do that. If the defense comes out and plays the way it did yesterday, no way you lose some games. And the offense is going to play. You're not going to have as much problem running the ball the rest of the way. Is there a defense like Baltimore the rest of the way? No, there is not. So you're not going to have that problem. When you're a running team and you can run the ball, suddenly everything looks much more sunshiny. Sunshiny, ladies and gentlemen. An adjective. And it works for me. We will find out if we are feeling sunshiny next week because the Carolina Panthers get another crack at a legitimate, genuine W when they take on the Denver Broncos back home on the 27th at 1 o'clock on Wednesday's edition of the show. We will take a look at our midweek transactions, our press conference, uh, the quotes, et cetera, et cetera. And then on Friday, we'll break that game for you. Uh, we'll break that game down for you. We're not. I hope we don't break the game. I hope the Panthers break the game. We will break it down for you on Friday's edition of the Views from Industry podcast. Lonzo, any final words for the people? Yeah, pace yourself. Turkey's around the corner. And, ladies and gentlemen, before you have your turkey on Thursday, remember, have a salad. Nothing? Nothing? nothing. I really thought you were going to... Nothing? Gonna, nothing? Yeah, I've... I've, uh, I've I, I'm, my quota is done for the... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you back here Wednesday for a Thanksgiving Eve edition of the Views from Mint Street podcast. Have a great week. We will see you then. Keep pounding, baby.